We try to behave ourselves on the story, but y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As your kids, tell them to go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday, and we are back with another episode of TGIF. Now, we're spilling the tea and breaking down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Claudia? Claudia, you got to you you gotta go back to doing the intro the way you were, because you got to give me time enough. Do I do. It. They changed yeah. it. In the script, but I'm going to go ahead and do that so we can do it. You know, let me run that back real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Please welcome my fabulous co-host, brand strategist, Al Reynolds. Woo-hoo. What's going on, Claudia? Hey, hey. And multimedia personality and, oh, free of his dog, Funky Dineva. Because <laughs> y'all know the hand is part of it. The hand. <laughs> yes. We got to get the hand. My don't, bad. It was don't a- let no, no. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's everybody sipping on tonight? Um, believe it or not, I am sipping on vodka with margarita mix because I had a gentleman caller who came over here drank up all my chaser. Now wait, 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 Claudia, you heard that? I we wasn't he in love just Friday. His boyfriend was at the house. The Russian? Is that the Russian? Who was it? It was well. The Russian was there last week too, I think. But I, he remember he said he was serious about somebody. I was, and they just they out of town. Al, you be believing him when he says that? <laughs> Funky is serious. I think Funky. I have friends like that. They're like hopeless romantic. So they are serious in that moment. But when the moment passed, baby, they are on to the next one. Like Jay Z, like they are just like, okay, I'm good, okay. right? Oh, no argument, no pushback. Okay. Hey, real quick to everyone out there that thinks I blocked them on social media. I just want to just make a major announcement because I'm getting cussed out. Hey, Baby, I had an attitude. I texted her. I said, um, what, what now? I said, did you block me on Instagram? What is the problem now? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Do I, is there something I need to know? Cause I don't think we did have any issues, but no, um, they, I posted a couple things about, um, the Roe versus Wade. The last thing I posted was a repost of Halle Berry's, uh, rundown of what would cause you to, uh, what abortions could treat as far as, you know, uh, a topic, a topic pregnancy. And then the next thing I knew I was suspended and they said hate speech. Um, I've been on the radar of the Breitbart people, the far right, because ever since I used to be very critical of Donald Trump and they I've been on their radar, like they always report every little thing I do. So I have a lot of uh, violations for hate speech when it's really not. And there's an algorithm. They don't really have a person that really checks it. So I'm back at square one. So if you want to follow me, it's uh, at the Claudia Jordan show. I'm trying to build that up. But I had six hundred two thousand followers. So I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to hit up everybody, but I just can't. So I'm going to just announce it on this show. So sorry. All right. I don't, I don't got kicked off about three, four times and I've been able to go through some back channels and, and get it. So hopefully you'll, you'll get it back eventually. Someone wanted to charge me $4,000 to get it back. And then they got down to 2000. I'm like, are you serious? We got to do that. We, wow. we, we know some people. Okay, cool. I'll hit you up later. All right. So you're not drinking, you're drinking that. What you drinking again? Uh, vodka with margarita mix. Cause that's all I had left oh, around here. Okay. And Al, what are you drinking? I'm doing tequila with uh, ginger ale. 
I'm just drinking some lemonade because I need a detox. I've been on the road, LA, uh, DC, just all over the place. So I'm just going to drink some. some <clears throat> all right, y'all, let's get into these hot topics. We have a lot to talk about. Huge news. Uh, R. Kelly has uh, been sentenced to 30 years in prison for racketeering, sex trafficking, and for using his uh, uh, his, his stardom, uh, superstardom, to subject to uh, young fans, including children, to systematic sexual abuse. Uh, is anyone shocked? And do you think about the number of years? What do you think about the number of years he got? Uh, let's start with you, Al. You know, I, R. Kelly deserves to be put underneath the jail for what he did to those 11 women that uh, testified or that have come forward. Um, but, Claudia, I, this is just not rubbing me right on the number of years. And, I, and I, it, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have those number of years, but I'm saying this. As you know, and we're going to cover um, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, partner in crime and what they committed, sex trafficking, conspiracy to transport minors, uh, over hundreds and hundreds of girls. She got 20 years. Jeffrey Epstein didn't even get that many years got a you know a work release program because he was able to buy his way out so i think it's is is the indiscrepancy for me that doesn't settle well why does r kelly get 30 years but jeffrey epstein who assaulted 10 times more young girls between the ages of 13 and 14 one of his witnesses said that he that herself alone brought 80 13 year olds to the house for him to play with you know, don't get the same time. It's just confusing. Both of them belong underneath the jail, in my opinion. Because he's black. Q, what do you think? You know, I got so many mixed emotions about this. Um, so many compartmentalized emotions. Um, there's a part of me that weeps for the abused child that was once R. Kelly. I weep for him. Um, but then the adult Robert Kelly, the musical genius that we know, had a 25-year reign of terror. So it would seem to me 25 years of doing this, 30 years, seems fitting for the crime. I was looking at a lot of social media comments or whatever, and I want to make a small comment to Al's point. <clears throat> yes, we get unfair sentences or get bigger sentences, but I honestly don't give a damn when we get the appropriate sentence and somebody gets a lesser one when you did it. And he did it to black girls. So yeah, Jesleen might got something less because she's white and, and Epstein might have bought his way out. But to be honest, I really don't care. He gets what he deserves. You had a 25-year reign of terror. Your ass get 30 years in prison. He'll be 80. He's probably going to die in prison if he doesn't get out earlier because that'll put him at 85. He's 55 now. I, I agree with you, Q. And I'm going to say this. Um, usually when the victims are Black, um, you know, the, the sentence isn't as severe. And when the defendant is Black, we always have a but, 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 but thing that we do. And that's just normal because we're just so used to the discrepancies in the legal system. I get that. But if you're one of those victims of, of R. Kelly, it's a miracle actually that he got this much time being such a huge superstar and that the victims are Black girls. Usually we don't really get this kind of justice. So yeah, it does still suck. And we know that it's kind of part of the game that the white folks ain't going to get the same uh, punishment as us. 
But I do care that these young black girls did get some justice. And some of the gross details that came out about forcing them to eat certain things, species, all kind of stuff. I'm just like, we loved you. You have it. I, I think it's a bigger offense when you had it all. And I'm just like, and you're so you're so influential. Dude, you are talented. You are blessed by God with your talent. And this is the way you chose to use your influence. So spend your time in jail, R. Kelly. And I don't feel bad for you at all. But here's what I need next, Claudia. I need all of his enablers to be tried. And I need the parents to be tried for neglect as well. Because he was he didn't act alone in this. No, he didn't. And speaking of not acting alone, Ghislaine Maxwell, the socialite who once consorted with royals, presidents, and billionaires, was sentenced to 20 years in prison for helping the late Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse underage girls. Let's go to you, Q. What do you think? What are your thoughts on her sentencing? Um... <sighs> You know, she was the middleman. You know what I'm saying? And now, here's what's sick about it. She was a woman. You know what I'm saying? A, a wealthy, rich woman, socialite. I'm just curious to know what in the hell type of mental illness did you have? Um, or what kind of hold did Jeffrey Epstein have over you to get you to do this? And she's another one. At her age, she about going to die in prison too. I think she got her just due. I think, Al, to your earlier sentiment, perhaps she got less years because she wasn't the one screwing the girls and making them eat boo-boo. She was just helping to recruit the girls. She was one of the handlers, one of the enablers. So what I'm hoping is that R. Kelly's enablers will get this same 20-year sentence that Ghislaine did. Al, what do you think? I think 20 years is not enough. And that was my original argument for me. She needs to spend the rest of her life in prison at minimum 30 years, the same as R. Kelly. Not only did she assist and facilitate Q, she did participate in a number of those sex trysts. In fact, she she participated with the same number, if not more, that R. Kelly did by himself in his situation. Now, Jeffrey Epstein, however, participated in a lot more without her help, but we do know that she did participate in another one. And it, in, in their case, the thing that upset me the most is that this was the largest sex trafficking of minors in the United States of America. And these two got a slap on their hands and given these these very lenient um citizens and that and that's what my problem is like i said before r kelly definitely should be put underneath the jail for the what he did but so should jeffrey epstein who we know is no longer with us but so should miss maxwell i'm sorry it should not matter in their case it was hundreds hundreds multiple states uh florida New York, New Mexico, London, private island. He's a flying around. That was true sex trafficking. 20 years is not enough for me, for her. Well, there's an argument to be made and the people in the chat are saying, well, she didn't do the molest. Well, she did do some of it. I will say this. I believe it's because she gave some names. So she did drop a little, I, there was some, you know, some helping out. So I think that may be valuable. I think some more people will be coming, you know, will be getting sentenced or at least be held, get, get on trial. And we do need that because this network is so, so tightly knit. I remember I have a friend, that she was actually brought to uh, the Bahamas one time because a, a female video vixen uh, asked her to come on a trip and said it was all good and everything was taken care of. And it was for this guy named Peter. And all the women were expected to have sex. They took their passports. And, and my friend had no idea that she was being brought in. And I know the girl that brought her in. I'm like, shame on you. You, you lured these girls on the false pretenses, left them there to be raped and, and, and be threatened with, you're not getting back home to your country unless you give it up. There's a lot of this stuff going on, y'all. 
like a lot. Like some of my friends in Hollywood that have done that were music video vixens need to write some books because Jeffrey Epstein is not the only one. There's a whole bunch of them. I gave y'all a big clue with the first name. Go ahead and look that up. I ain't gonna get in trouble because this is Fox Oil. We don't want to. We want to stay on the air. All right. Well, I just want to say one last thing about Jiswell Maxwell and in her twenty years. Y'all don't get too mad about the number because chances are she probably going to die in there anyway. You know what I'm saying? At her age, she probably going to die. And then when, if and when she does get out and she's still alive, she ain't going to have no quality of life anyway. So don't, don't get too upset about it. And the fact that we all know that when Jeffrey Epstein died, wink, wink, <laughs> Either someone wanted him dead or he took himself out, right? Because of the huge names that are in this web of lies and in this child molestation ring. I can only imagine what politicians and presidents and princes and CEOs, uh, I'm, I'm hoping she gave up some good names. The other thing, Claudia, that I don't like is poor Andrew Gilliam in the same state that uh, Epstein and Miss Maxwell are being charged for their uh, stuff um, he's looking up to 45 years for 21 counts of wire fraud. Right. So he's going to get 45 years of wire for wire fraud, maximum 45 years for wire fraud. But these two can have a whole decade and a half of sex trafficking of 13 year old girls. And they only, and she only gets 20. I'm sorry. I just can't get off of that. America part. has shown itself to be pro rape and pro molest. They don't that, they're not that offended over some of oh. I'm Financial be, time, how the worst thing you can do in America. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Ghislaine gave up as many of the names as we think she did. Because mm-hmm. I think if Ghislaine would have gave up the right names that would have like really brought down institutions, mama would have got five years in probation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe there's still some time. Renegotiate the deal, Miss Maxwell. All right, real quick before we go to break, let's get into this. Actress Kimberly Elise shared her thoughts on the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Elise posted an image of an infant with the caption, millions of babies will be saved from death by abortion due to the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Hallelujah and glory be to God. What are your thoughts on this post? Q, you want to go first with this one? And that's why your frowsy ass ain't had a good acting role since set it off. Okay, let me tell you something. I have a problem with faith and government. Okay. Christian people, Catholic people, if you don't believe in abortion, do not have one, all right? But you cannot take your religion, regardless of what it is, and put it on other people, all right? I want to say to Miss Christian and all the Christians out there right now, y'all would be up in arms if we began governing the U.S. based on the Quran. Y'all would have a damn fit. All right. You don't believe in abortion. Don't have one. But do not rob other people of their right to do what's best for them and based on their faith. I 1000 percent agree with you. Al, what do you think? You know, I I like Kimberly at least. And I, I, I think she's a great actress. I think the rub that we have here is. We also found out when the Roe versus Wade uh, verdict came down that Sonny Hostin over at The View does not is in support of the Roe versus Wade. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not. I'm sorry. She is in support of no one 
having abortions, regardless of the circumstances. My apologies. I think the thing that makes it different about Kimberly Elise is that she seems to be celebrating the fact that it the law was reversed and it stole the choice of a woman having over her body. And I think that's why her backlash is so thick and not as thick as Sonny's because Sonny is saying there's a difference between celebrating a law that takes a woman's choice than living in your spirituality or in your Christian belief in which in Sonny's case, she's Catholic and she does not believe in abortions. I think there are two different things. I think there's nothing wrong with people being pro-life and there's nothing wrong with people being pro-choice, but we cannot defend laws that make decisions for a woman's body, period. And to both of your points, again, where is the separation of church and state people? Where is it? I Just watching how we just pick and choose the parts of the Constitution and the Bible that we want to just go by if it fits our narrative that week is not the way to go. This is a slippery slope, y'all. It is a slippery slope because right now, the majority of America is Christian, are Christians. But one day it might not be that way. And like you said, what if the population changes? What if people become atheists? What if people become Muslims in this country? And you're going to sit here and not going to be feeling it when everything changes against what you think. Right now you're the majority. Sit back. Oh, it's all good. And the Lord says this. But y'all kill me, you, 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 you evangelicals, some of y'all, with picking the parts that suit your, your, your narrative. Because you, you, it's all about protecting lives and all kinds of nonsense. You have the same people that want to sleep with your guns. You have the same people that want to flip the switch on the electric chair. You have the same people that want to throw away the key on young black kids for, for weed offenses. Get, get the F out of here with the nonsense. It's such a lie. And the fact that we can't go up against it because that's a majority party uh, religion in this country. Now you're, you're speaking against the church. There's a lot of things with the church that y'all got to get together. Not the majority, but there's a lot of things that are not really making a lot of sense. You can't be pro-life and fight for the babe in the womb and want to kill it when it gets out and not feed it when it's out. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, and, and Kimberly Elise, fine. Have your opinion. Don't have an abortion. And, and, and Sonny, I'm so surprised, but you know, I usually agree with everything she says. Under no circumstances... How do you look at a 14-year-old girl's face that had an abortion, that wants one, because you got raped by your uncle? We, 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 that's better than the alternative? All right, we got to take a commercial break. You know, we can all talk about this for, for a long time because it's something I think we're all passionate about. Great conversation, fellas. Great points. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, before we went to break, we talked about Kimberly Elise and her comments about the Roe versus Wade. And also we mentioned Sonny Hostin that we all love. I usually agree with everything she said, but we were not as accurate as we like to be. We just want to clean that up real quick. Go ahead, Q. Yeah, I wanted to point out one point. One thing that I did respect about Sonny Hostin is that her opinion was I'm Catholic and I feel the way I feel about abortion, but I'm also a lawyer and I also recognize the fact that my belief should not have anything to do with the law. So I think it was just very important that, 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 that we point that out when it comes to signing. I think the way she phrases it is the healthiest way. You can, again, to our points earlier, you can personally disagree with it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you are you're for a law that forbids it for other people who have to make that difficult choice. So let's we, we want to be clear and represent study accurately. So mm-hmm. there we go. All right. Moving on, y'all, uh, in an interview with Rolling Stone, Little Nas X talked about his painful history with BT. 
Little Nas X said, my relationship with BET has been painful and strained for quite some time. It didn't start with this year's nomination like most people think. He continued, they did let me perform on this show last year, but only after I gave assurances that I was not a Satanist or devil worshiper and that my performance would be appropriate for the audience. Now, according to Little Nas X and his team, after his groundbreaking performance at last year's award show, he claimed that BT showrunners were displeased with the kiss that happened during his performance, and they said they felt taken advantage of. One of his team members made the claim. At some point after Little Nas X got off stage, one of the BT producers came up to me, and even before I could open my mouth, he looked at me and said, that was really effed up. At this point, do you think Little Nas X is trolling BET Al, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm gonna tell you when we talked about Christians, right? And we talk about BET, I feel like if we look at their demographic of their viewers, a large number of their viewers are Christian black people, like the Tyler Perry um, type of crowd. And I think that the BET had a, a good concern to to address with him, which was tell me about this satanic, you know, undertone that you have around things, and is it gonna happen on our show? And I think his team alluded to the fact that it wasn't. And he, in fact, did do a, dev, a lap dance with the devil. So I, to me, felt like that that was what BET was upset about, was about the deception and then what he actually did on the stage. I don't think BET has a thing against the gay community and this gay rapper. Look at how they what they did uh, this past Sunday on the BET Awards. Shoot, they had Billy Porter, they had Santana, they had um, Janelle Monet in her speech, they had Lizzo and her dancers, um, you know, so, I don't know. That was a very large representation this past uh, BET Awards. So in my opinion, I just really don't think him creating a whole song and pissing on the BET um, logo is just it's, it's just smart. I think you're way more influential to, and your power should have been used in a different way to bring the divide closer instead of wider apart. Okay, good points. Q, what do you think? Uh, I think Little Nas X gets off on being an agitator. I think he gets off on being antagonistic and shocking. Um, I relate to Little Nas X a lot in a sense that you get teased and picked on and, and all your life you're made to feel less than because you are gay. So then when you finally do get to come out and be free and then you get to do it on the main stage and be rich, you want to rub it in everybody's face. And, and, and that's what this young man is going through at this time. However, we are not going to pretend like Black people, to Al's point, are not super conservative and that homophobia, particularly when it comes to male-to-male -male relationships, are not something that is very frowned upon in the Black community. I don't think that BET appreciated him kissing that boy on that stage. And as far as Billy Porter and, and what they did at this year's BET Awards, yeah, they didn't do it from a place of complete allyship. They did it because it's hot right now. It's trending. Pose set the stage for it. All the women now are on the, yes, girl, honey, we've got legendary on TV right now. So it's not, in my opinion, they're just so much of allies. It's just what's trending right now. And they want it to be on trend as far as I'm concerned, but I am pretty sure a company ran by all black people for the majority that there are a lot of homophobic undertones that still run through that corporation. 
Q, do you think that the, the leadership of BT and the people in the higher ranks are, are, are truly not allies of the community? Do you really think it's just because it's trendy? I believe some of them are. And I just believe, and, and, not, and not because they're BET, just because they're Black. And it's just the nature of our culture. Not, and nothing personal about, about BET. Just It's just the nature of us being Black Christians brought up in the church. That's just how the Black community is, especially when it comes to male-to-male relationships. All right. Well, moving on, uh, let's get into this O.J. Simpson story. Uh, O.J. Simpson is being sued for the 1994 death of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman. In 1997, a jury awarded the Ronald Goldman estate $35.5 million in the 1994 killings. According to TMZ, Goldman's father, Fred Goldman, recently alleged in court papers uh, intended to be kept, intended to keep the judgment viable that Simpson owes him $96 million for the wrongful death and battery against his son. Now, the number remains high because Simpson allegedly hasn't paid much of the original amount. As of February of last year, Goldman claims that Simpson had only paid $123,000. Al, what are your thoughts on this lawsuit? I didn't even know OJ paid anything. I thought he was just living his best life golfing. No, he actually paid. I think this is just so weird because I don't want to I don't want to be insensitive towards the death of Nicole or Ron, but I'm exhausted over this OJ Simpson situation because they're basically trying to get blood from a turnip. Is that the saying or water from yeah. a rock? I kind of whatever the saying is. Um, he only money that OJ Simpson has coming in is from his pension, from uh, Screen Actors Guild and from social security. Those three forms of income are exempt from any type of civil trial um, retribution. So can't ever force him to use that money to pay down his civil lawsuit. They just can't do it. So ever since he, he, he got the 33 million wrongful death judgment against him to pay them, he hasn't had a job outside of those three forms of income to be able to pay it down. And if he did, he used that money to pay it down. So my question here is, what are you expecting him to do? Where are you expecting the money to come from? I, that's the only question I have in this situation. Yeah, there's there, there there's no there there. There's no money like that. Not like anyone's rushing to hire OJ Simpson. Right. Uh, Q, what do you think? And I think there's another important part to point out that the article pointed out that the family, because they keep tarnishing his already tarnished name for lack of a better term is also keeping him from getting work so you know what i'm saying it's like if y'all would leave me the hell alone maybe i can get another what was it uh uh lethal cop or or movie he was in with, uh, uh lethal well, weapon, lethal weapon or one, of them, naked gun, one of those I, one yeah. of those movies or another hurts commercial or maybe he can get let me tell you something oj simpson would be reality tv gold Okay, can you picture him, New York, in the Big Brother house? You know what I'm saying? But right. y'all keep y'all keep bringing this stuff up. It don't make nobody want to touch him. Therefore, he can't pay you. And it does suck that these people are unable to get any type of money. But you know what? At this point, it would seem to me that they would have found some type of way to reconcile the fact that their son has been dead for 20-something years because the money ain't going to bring them back. I get as parents, uh, you know, the sight of a man that, you know, in your heart, killed your son, murdered your son, uh, is free. First of all, didn't get convicted of it. And then you didn't get anything of it. I get like you can't really let that go. So I, I understand holding on to that for dear life. 
Um, and I don't, I don't think his goal is even to get money anymore. I think his goal is just to keep, like you said, just keep his name where he can't be um, hireable. Uh, he can't make any money. And maybe that's his way of trying to get some kind of justice. You just want him to pay. You want him to pay. You want him to suffer. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I would feel the same way. I would too. I would feel the same way. All right, y'all. We got to get into this uh, Lori Lightfoot story. Over the weekend, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, uh, spoke at a Pride event and talked about her frustration with Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who voted in support of overturning Roe versus Wade. Take a look. Clarence Thomas. What are your thoughts on Lightfoot's commentary? Q, let's start with you. She uh, she was like basically F Clarence Thomas. I mean, so the people was mad that she was cussing, but being gay, I completely understand it. One thing we know about Lori Lightfoot is that she uh, she runs Chicago, rules Chicago with an iron fist. And I'm going to tell y'all something. I am right there with her, okay? I never thought in 38 years of life, the 50-year decision of Roe v. Wade would be reversed. We just got gay rights last week, Okay. If Roe v. Wade was reversed so quickly, trust and believe the gay rights is the next thing on the agenda. And then they're going to try to repeal and roll back some of them civil rights next. That's going to be harder because black folks going to have a fit, but they coming for the gays next. Well, Clarence has already signaled that. He's already, right. he already said, let's get into it. They talking about the uh, Topeka Board of uh, Brown versus Topeka Board of uh, Education. They wanted to get rid of segregate all the segregation rules and laws. They want to do all of this gay rights, gay marriage, contraception. It's so, I, I didn't think I'd see white folks be this bold, but they are emboldened. Thank you, Donald Trump. It's the contraception that's throwing me. It's like you don't want to have an ab- abortion, but damn, contraception is against the religion too. Ladies, you already know what to do, ladies. Lock it on down. Lock it on up. You have to think twice about having sex nowadays because you could actually die from getting pregnant in childbirth and not being able to be safe. There's no safety net anymore in a lot of states. Al, what do you think about this Lori Lightfoot situation and her words for Clarence Thomas? In the name of Funky Dineva, when you're right, you're right. And when you're wrong, you're wrong. You know what? Here we have a black man supporting not only overturning Roe versus Wade, a woman's right to choose, right? But he also is saying, let's revisit this same sex thing. He thinks that that's 100% unconstitutional. He also said, let's revisit not only birth control, but what is being taught in certain schools around um, um, Black History Month, as well as voting rights. To me, Clarence Thomas is toxic. So I stand with Lori Lightfoot, F. Clarence Thomas. I stand with her and I enjoyed the comment as well. Let me tell you something, Clarence Thomas. Uh, abortion rights, we were given this by the Supreme Court in 1973, the year I was born. Well, five years before that, 1968, that's when Black people got the right to marry white people. So I, I know that because I talk about this with my mom, like how bold and brave they were at that time, right? So you might want to like, I can't stand when Black people get into a position of power in the very same civil rights that were granted to them that helped them live their life the way they want to. Now you want to vote against others that have given gotten civil rights? Like you're killing me, Clarence Thomas. It's hard not to call you the C word. And it's hard. Like, and you know, that's funny that you pointed out 
just five years prior, he was granted the ability to marry that old fat, frowsy, frumpity white woman. Okay. And, and if you want to revisit anything, we need to revisit Anita Hill. Okay. That's a good one. Let's revisit that since we want to revisit things. Now take us to commercial party if I get, get I, I really hate that Anita Hill was not given justice because she could we could have stopped this. He should have no business being on the bench. And now we see his wife being a real big part of the insurrection. Right. He really don't need to be on that bench. Right. All right, so y'all. Let's revisit that. Quick commercial break. We're gonna be in his ass for the rest of this year. I'm sorry. Until we get Justice Clarence Thomas, we coming for you every every other show. All right, y'all. Uh-huh. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, y'all, we would not be able to be the charismatic, talkative, vibrant talk show host right here on Fox Soul if we did not get a good night's rest. It's super important now. With that being said, uh, sleep is so important to our health and wellness. So let me tell you about Ghost Beds. It's the best bed in the game. Ghost Bed is made by Nature Sleep, an industry leader in mattress space in the space since 2001. Now, every Ghost Bed product from their mattresses to their sheets and pillows is designed with cooling features, so it's perfect if you sleep warm. And ladies in your 40s, you know what I'm talking about. Now, shipping is free and fast. Most orders ship within 24 hours. You can try it on mattresses for 101 nights with guaranteed money back. And you even get an industry-leading warranty for up to 25 years. Now, listen, if I don't get my sleep, I cannot be quick. And I need those brain pills because I'm just not going to be sharp. I'm not going to be focused. So it's super important. We all know this. Now, right now, GhostBed is offering our listeners 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and adjustable base or 30% off a mattress and two free luxury pillows. Now, I have my products. They still on the way. I'm going to get them and I'm going to be bragging about them on the show. You're going to be mad if you miss out. So to find your perfect mattress, use promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T. That's a Promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T. Now, look, you don't want to miss it on these savings. Again, that's promo code T slash at ghostbed.com slash T. All right, y'all, quick commercial break, and we're going to get back to the T when we return. Welcome back to T, Jeff. Y'all ain't right in the comments. They said the ghost, the bed is ghosting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, y'all. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right, y'all. Listen, uh, former New York mayor and lawyer to Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, was recently interviewed about being uh, allegedly assaulted at a grocery store in Staten Island by a store employee. Now, Giuliani accused the man of slapping him and said, it felt like someone shot him in his back. Wow, that's, that sounds painful. Well, we have a video of the, um, the attack. Let's take a look. Here it is. There's, there's a gunshot. <laughs> I mean, look, the man is as old as Methuselah. It probably did feel like a damn uh, gunshot to the back. My confusion is this. Was the guy trying to assault him or was he saying like, you know, hey, how you doing, buddy? Which one was it? Uh, the, he had the man arrested. The man was arrested. Well, he he actually, when he tapped him on his back, something said something to the extent of, you know, thanks for supporting Roe versus Wade or something dealing with women's rights or something like that. So it was if a, I'm not mistaken, yeah. It was a positive interaction. 
No, it wasn't positive. He was being facetious. Oh, he was being he was, facetious. He was being facetious and derog- Yeah, he was being facetious. But as you can see, from what I could tell, I you know, and we all know that the police have reduced the charges down to a misdemeanor. I think the reason why they called the police was because he got into a banter after he tapped him, and you know, was being derogatory towards him, and and you know, obviously Rudy being who he is had him detained and, and charged him with some type of assault. But listen, in my opinion, the assault, they're assaulting the wrong politicians. I could give you a long list of other politicians that you can assault, like Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., DeSantis, <laughs> Ted Cruz, Brian Kemp. Those are the ones you need to be Rudy assaulting. Else. You don't need to be assaulting uh, Rudy Giuliani. You know, here at Fox Hill, we can't we can't condone violence. I just have to say it. So we don't want to say we don't encourage anyone to assault them, but we would like their luck to be really bad in the next few years. We would like them to get athletes foot, you know, maybe stub their toe, but we don't want to tell them to go do it. Rudy Giuliani and Mitch McConnell got a foot and a half in the grave already. Okay. If you turn the air condition down too low, they're gonna die. So just hold tight. <laughs> All we got to do is hold tight, okay? That's hilarious. Baby, they got two Christmases at best left inside them, all right? So just, just hold tight. That punch was nothing. Like I said, Omarosa's mama hits harder than that, and she hit, like, cars. <laughs> like I, one time I was on red carpet, the BT was, her mom was like, <clears throat> and she kind of hit me in the back of the arm. And that's what that was giving right now. It was just disrespectful, but it wasn't. And, Ju- and Giuliani, you're giving us Karen. You're giving us Karen yeah, right now. Exactly right, for sure. I felt like I was shot. Someone go seize him. No, and next week he's going to be in a back brace in a wheelchair. Watch and see. Watch and you see. Know what? I, we haven't forgotten Rudy Giuliani when your ass got set up. You got set up on Borat. Pulling your pants down for a young girl in a hotel room. And I feel like we need to keep revisiting that. I don't think we should let that slide. So why don't we worry about that legal issue first before we get into this? Because this was a non-issue. Y'all you remember know, that? You that was a non-issue then, too. Because remember, he was impotent. He couldn't... He, well, allegedly. Allegedly, he's impotent. I mean, he... You know said? I really actually loved for a very long time and had a lot of respect for Rudy Giuliani because of his ability to bring down the mob and bring about the RICO act. Like he is somebody in law that I really respected and never thought in older age, he would be become someone that I just don't care for. Mm. It's, it's sad to see a man just throw his legacy away because he had a really high approval rating after nine 11 and, and to see where he's chosen the, 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 the taint he's chosen to cozy up to and just really destroy his legacy. And we see what a clown he is. And that with the dive running down his face and the girl in the hotel room and Rudy and farting in court. Rudy, sit down. Okay. Uh, more drama unfolded this weekend in the latest chapter of the ongoing beef between Omarion and the other members of B2K. In the wake of Omarion's verses against Mario and his former bandmates mocking him for getting bodied by Mario, Omarion ended up calling J-Boog, Razby, and Little Fizz his three background dancers that have always prayed for my downfall. J-Boog responded with, Chris Brown took your career and Bow Wow just took your tour. That's what happens when you use people as a launch pad. What are your thoughts on this new drama? Al, you have a, a thought on this? 
<laughs> I thought this was juicy. I'm still trying to figure out like what that watermelon situation was about. I'm gonna default to Funky Let Funky break this down for us on what what all this really means. So you know what? When I read Jay Bug's complete statement, I can completely feel how those boys um can feel resentful towards Omarion. And 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 and, and let's face it, like Jay Boog said in his statement. B2K was iconic for their time, and I definitely think they would have gone on and been much bigger as a group than the brief amount of time that Omarion has had in his solo career. Because unfortunately, at this point and where music is, it seems like he's unable to find his footing. That launch pad was a very interesting word because I wonder if the guys from NSYNC right now who aren't making any money feel that way about Justin Timberlake. And I wonder if at certain points in time, if the girls from Destiny's Child feel that way about Beyonce. Um, B2K definitely was the launch pad for Omarion's career. And he does need to show those boys some respect. Uh, speaking of respect and launch pads, we got to talk about Azealia Banks. Now she called out Beyonce over the release of her new song, Break My Soul. In a lengthy Instagram story rant, Azalea called Bay's new song some nursery rhyme BS. And she claims that Beyonce isn't singing on the track. Azalea also said, nothing else irks me more than watching somebody be so adamantly against self-improvement. Let me tell you something, Beyonce. We do not like Afrocentric Beyonce. She continued, we don't want braids. We don't want no, we don't want no dot, dot, dot. We don't really want brown skin girl. We like white Beyonce. Give you all the skin bleaching shots. Get another nose job. We don't want to see braids. We don't want hot sauce in the bag. What are your thoughts on Azalea's comments? Funky, take it away. You know, the, the, the part about the part of Azalea's comments that was left out of the script that bothered me the most was that she tried to accuse Beyonce of jacking her swag, saying that she's been doing house music for the last three years. And now all of a sudden, Beyonce wants to come into her space. Azalea Banks, let me tell you something, baby girl. You are so young, house music was popping in the New York scene 20, 30 years before you were even thought of. You do not hold the exclusive license to house music. And just as long as Robin S. Uh, said and came out and said, Beyonce, I am a part of your legacy and you are now part of mine, you need to shut the entire hell up. It is not Beyonce's fault that your career can't make it past 7-Eleven. You keep running your damn mouth and keep coming for the wrong dog on people. Go sit your cat killing, uh, uh, devil worshiping ass the hell down somewhere and stop causing so much controversy. And maybe Beyonce would give you a feature or you would get more recognition in the industry. But at this point, you're more known for talking recklessly out your mouth about people who can help you than trying to build bridges and form partnerships. Shut up. Didn't Beyonce mention her in saying that she listened to some of her stuff? I thought there was a mention. I thought Azalea got a, a, a shout out recently. Azalea, I, I, I don't know one song you've ever done. Not one. And I worked in radio for a long time, a, a long time in radio. Uh, never heard any of your music. Don't know one song. I do know you for I saw a video of you killing a cat. I'm, I'm sorry, boiling your cat and, and, and using the skull for something. That's what I saw. That's what I know you have. I saw you with a, a chicken coop in your room or something like that. Feathers. I see you looking filthy. Um, and from what I see in the comments, a lot of people say that you do have some kind of talent, but you're too busy 
picking fights with people on the internet and you're not getting anywhere. Al, what do you think about this? And are you familiar? Can you give me one Azalea Banks? <laughs> give me one. You know, I, 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 I have always said on the show before I've said that she's talented. I just think that the way that she goes about this is just all wrong. She is consistent though. If she, she went after Rihanna, a billionaire, talking trash about her citizenship. She went after T.I. and Tiny, and Tiny had to uh, had to hand her, I mean, T.I. had to hand her, you, you know, his new, her you, her, you know what. But remember, she also went after Cardi B, called her a poor man's Nicki Minaj, but she attacked Nicki Minaj and Erica Badu. And just recently, she made that video making fun of Ray J at the verses holding his, his child while, you know, singing the song. I just think that she's so talented. But all of these antics is just not helping her career in any way. Um, you said okay. So can you please give me one song that she's you you've you've asked me this a hundred times before on this show, <laughs> and like I can't name any song that Cardi B does until I think about it. So I right. can't think about it right now. And you know what? I when it comes to Azalea Banks, oh no, I'm going to actually stop using the word talented because we have to factor intellect into talent. And and you so stupid, it takes away from your talent. There you go. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Wendy Williams. We have an update. Ooh. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, before we went to break, I teased the Wendy Williams update. Now, TMZ reported that Wendy Williams is gearing up for a podcast show. Wendy's manager, Bill Selby, told TMZ that he will executive produce her podcast and that Wendy has reached out to Snoop Dogg, Fat Joe, Kim Kardashian, and a member of the Trump family as potential guests. Are you guys excited to see Wendy back in action, Al? Let's start with you. Hey, you know, soulmates, I said this first on TGIF in February. What was that, four months ago? And I'm going to pat myself on the back because I was the first person live on air in any publication, on any blog, anywhere to say Wendy Williams has a podcast deal. And so since the bag is out, since the cat is out the bag, I'm gonna share a little bit more information. Allegedly, everyone, iHeart is offering her $150 million for this podcast. And rumor has it also allegedly that um, Spotify has upped the ante and is offering her $200 million for her podcast. Now, let's see which one of these offers Wendy Williams is going to have and get back to entertaining the way she entertained. And the only reason I think personally that this may not happen is if something in her mental or physical health just isn't right to close the deal. Well, that's a big bag. I'll definitely be tuning in for that. Um, Q, what are your thoughts? You won't be tuning in to anything because if you looked at that TMZ interview, I have to eat back all my words when I was saying ain't nothing wrong with Wendy and she's back on that stuff. Something is clearly wrong with Wendy Williams. Wendy is sick. Um, something with her brain is completely broken. She went from talking about doing my podcast to look at how beautiful my apartment is to do you know what lymphedema is? She was all over the place. It screamed demented. I'm not no doctor. When I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, when people ain't teach me nothing about mental health, okay? Now I completely see why she was unable to finish her show and why she probably was unable to, to participate in the finale show. Her PR people should have pulled that TMZ interview immediately because it solidified 
the deal that something is not just wrong with Wendy, something is severely wrong with her mental faculties. I haven't seen the interview yet and I plan on watching it after this. Um, I'll forward it to you in your Instagram DM right now so you can watch it when you get off. All right. that That's so sad. It's so sad that... Um, right. That podcast deal is not going to happen. She doesn't have the mental capacity to do it. Someone in the chat said that Wendy admitted she didn't even know what a podcast was until recently. So, all right, y'all. Real quick, let's try to get this last story in. Uh, during a recent interview with The Neighborhood Talk, Darius McCrary said having multiple transgender friends doesn't make him gay. And he also said he is a real superhead. Take a look. Uh, Sydney Stars isn't the only transgender I'm friends with. If you if you needed your life saved and someone was going to, to reach down and... Uh, and, and save your life, would you be asking them what was between their legs? Hell no. Oh, okay. All right, and if you're wondering about my sexuality, I wonder, are you trying to get in my pants? If you get a piece of this, <laughs> ask what happened to Superhead and why she jumped on the back of my car. Oh, not Superhead jumped on the back of your car. Because I'm the real Superhead. Oh, uh, you ready? <laughs> it's getting hot, y'all. It's already 90 degrees. It's Introduce me as Darius McCree. What are your thoughts on what Darius said? Al, he said he's the real superhead. <laughs> Look, I really like his response. And I was impressed, actually, with how he handled that. Because I really felt like the lady was kind of being a little bit mm, derogatory in, in her questioning his relationship with the trans woman. Um, but his response was not derogatory. His response was not disrespectful. His response was open and honest. His response also had a little mystique to it. Shout out to Darius McQuarrie. He handled himself well. And Darius, we know you married to a woman. And yeah, I remember those stories about Superhead stalking you, hiding in the bushes near your house, showing up in your house unexpected, and also jumping on the back of your car. You know, thumbs up to this because he could have really, really taken her poking fun at his relationship with transgender in a different direction and he took the high road shout out to you darius all right q what do you think i think that that reporter blogger whomever she was i think she was completely out of line i think darius's people should write a letter to whatever publication that she was working for um, and let them know that they did not appreciate it she was trying to get a moment and going back to our previous conversation about homophobia in the black community, this is this is this is another vestige of it. A man cannot be friends with a gay or a trans without it being conferred upon him that he is somehow gay or whatever. And that is what causes a large divide between straight men and gay men because they're so scared that people are going to think that they're gay that they try to distance themselves from us that question was completely inappropriate and had absolutely nothing to do with BET and why they were there I agree and I like people to stop being so close-minded and thinking that if you hang around a certain group like hoes running packs and if he hangs with all them gays he's gay too and like can you just like let people have friends I appreciate people who have a diverse group of friends so they can have a more open mind about life I think that's where we get stuck in the matrix. We only hang with people that are just like you and what a boring life that is. All right, y'all. Again, my Instagram has been deleted. Follow me on the Claudia Jordan show. I'm trying to build that back up. I, all the people in the chat, I didn't block y'all. Um, fun show tonight, y'all. Uh, I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Thanks for watching us. Stay tuned for Tracks and Tales with Lobby Boys. We'll see y'all on Friday. Bye, fellas. Have a good night, soulmates.